For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Valdez steps in first pitch curveball. Abe drills it right up the middle for a base hit. So Valdez singles on the first pitch he sees here in the fourth inning. St. Mary's is now leading San Diego 20 to nothing. They scored five in the eighth, and we've been watching that game. There's been some uh, fireworks. Is that a good yes. way to yes, talk about really it? Between There's way. been a couple of ejections. Yeah. The coaches have kind of verbally gone at each other. Not too surprising when you know who's over there playing. But 20 to nothing, St. Mary's leading San Diego. First pitch is over for a strike to Casey Jacobson. thought that ball was up and in. Just barely got the corner, looks like. Yeah, there's a lot. And what's interesting about those fireworks is Coach Valzuena, he, he coached with Rich Hill for quite a yeah. few years at San Diego. So they yeah, know each other real well. San Diego and San Diego State, Valenzuela was out. Pitches down low. Jacobson struck out his first time up. Reynoso, I believe, is down throwing in the pen for Pacific. We knew he's normally a starter. He has been very tough against BYU over the last couple of years, but he's kind of fallen out of the rotation this year. He's a one and five on the year, but he's a tough lefty. Well, now all of a sudden it looks like the lefty sat down and they have the right-hander going, which is weird. I thought for sure they'd piggyback with Reynoso, and he went down there first. He was the first one yeah. throwing. But now they have that, that kid who came in last night, I think 31, that long-haired kid down there throwing. Samson. And, the only, Samson. and the only reason I can tell is I can see the hair <laughs> flipping around. Fine. Yeah. Because you can't see the numbers with where the fence is. You're, you're hidden back there. Yeah, the uh, bullpen areas are both over the wall in uh, right field. Casey takes that one down low. Two balls and two strikes to the senior out of Flower Mound, Texas, Casey Jacobson. Samson was down there in left field shagging when we walked in for BP, and we said, hey, how long have you been growing that? He says for two and a half years. So it looks like it. Two and two the count. Jacobson pops it up. Might be playable catcher coming back behind home plate. James Free, he's going to get there and make the catch for the out. So Jacobson pops out. And that will bring uh, Jelilich, uh, who lined out the left his first time up. Yeah, I thought that was going to get out, but I think maybe that win helped push it back in to play. But Free made an easy play there just right in front of the wall. And like you said, there's not a ton of foul ground here. So, One man out, one man on. Here's the pitch to Jelich, and he fouls the first pitch off. Danny looks just more comfortable at the plate the last couple of weeks. Well, I was really impressed with his at-bat last night in the 10th inning. He took some fringe pitches to get ahead in that count 2-0, which earlier in the year, Brent, he'd been swinging at those and, and getting behind 0-2, which then turned into him getting hit by pitch on a full count and, and really got that inning going. Owen won the count. Jelich a bunt back to the pitcher. He loves it. Throw to first, not in time. Boy, he came up and kind of took his time, and he must not have realized who was running because Jelich, like a blur going down the line, easily beat it out for a bunt single. Yeah, just blazing speed right there. And and it wasn't a very good bunt right back to the pitcher. He was trying to push bunt. He ended up pushing it back to the pitcher, but with this speed, he he tricks him and, and gets himself a little bunt single out of it. The board hasn't put up hitter air yet, but you've oh, got to. can't. You. you. Yeah. But you know how they've yeah. done this weekend, Brent. We don't know. Two singles in the inning by the Cougars and Brian Sue coming to the plate. 
As the Cougars with two hits here in this inning, they got uh, two hits in the last inning. Yeah, they're only showing five. It should be six. But they don't have an error, so I think they're discussing. There's what, nothing what, to discuss. What do you discuss? It well, can't see, be I got, anything. That's where I got a little upset this morning when I was contacted by the SID. He said, hey, we're switching McIntyre's hit to an error and no RBI. And I said, hold on. He beat the pitcher on an infield single. There was no bobble. It's yeah. a hit. And they were confused and ended up being cluffed that bat that they messed up on. We're going to get a new pitcher for uh, Pacific. We'll take a 60-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Sampson Abernathy into the ball game. Abernathy came in in last night's game, went uh, two-thirds of an inning, gave up a hit, a run, had two walks and two strikeouts. So Abernathy coming in. With the right-hander in there, and boy, it, it just seems you, you look at the number of pitchers that they have thrown this year, and it really pretty yeah. is pretty amazing. It was almost felt like a staff day last night, and it's almost kind of feeling like the same thing's going to happen here tonight. Yeah, Coach Garco, I guess he knows his personnel. He knows what they can do, and when they when they start to see trouble, he goes to the next guy right away. What did we see? Eight guys last night, which is rare to see in a conference play, especially on a seven guys. Seven guys, yeah. But this guy, in my opinion, was their best guy that came out of the pen, up to 93 with a real sharp, sharp slider. He only faced two batters, and then they took him out. So I thought that was really strange as well. Abernathy will pitch to Sue. Cougars have runners at first and second. BYU leading 4-1. to one. That pitch is down low for ball one. Valdez at second. Jelilich at first base. Both with hits in the ballgame. They're still showing just five hits for the Cougars. It should be six on the board. Well, the stat crew that keeps the official stats is saying six, like, so I guess that's all that matters. <laughs> Here's the one ball pitch. Little looper into center field. Shortstop going out. Nobody's going to get there. That's going to drop in. Jelilich into second base safely as they threw. Danny had to wait to see if that ball was going to drop and with a good speed able to get there. So three consecutive hits by BYU here in the fourth inning. Designated and that brings Brian Call to the plate. Yeah. That's a, one of those jam pieces, two-seamer that ran in that no man's land just kind of didn't know if it was going to get over the shortstop's head, and it just did, and Jellich had a good read to get there in time. One man out, bases loaded, Brian Call, who has uh, flown out and walked in the game. He scored on the three-run home run by Deming the last time he was on the bases. And Abernathy's pitch is swing and a miss for strike one. Yeah, a little over-aggressive right there. That ball was running away. I get it. Brian wants to, you know, kind of be a hero because he's been struggling. But, hey, his little fly ball to left that he's been doing the last couple of weeks would actually work real well right here to get us a run. Abernathy, again, from the stretch. Pitches down low. Samson Abernathy, you tuned in last night. Been growing his hair out for uh, two and a half years. It's almost uh, long enough where you can't hardly see the number on the yeah, back of his it, jersey. It really if you had a name on the back, it's completely covering that, and it's half the numbers. And he likes to have the hair in the front, yeah. you know, over his shoulders when he pitches. You, you notice yeah. he pulls his hair to the front. He probably thinks it's a distraction to the hitter, and it might be. There's a ball hit in the right field. Base hit. Two runs are going to score as Nate uh, or Brian Call. Good piece of hitting. Cougars lead 6-1. 
as he lined one past Nate Verlin down there at first base. Yeah, that's a big-time swing right there. Got a fastball in the inner half and just hammered it past the first right baseman there. who was playing in for two yeah. RBIs. Good at bat, Brian Call. And great base running by Sue to go first to third. But now you have Brock Hale up in a first and third one-out situation for another RBI opportunity. So Hale will step in. Cougars four hits in the inning. They've scored two runs. They now have uh, eight hits. And Brock Hale is one for two. He'll step in. He's single in the first, flew out to deep left in the third. And the first pitch to Hale is a slider down low, ball one. And the scoreboard finally shows eight hits. They welcome to the to the, <laughs> the ball game. Just a couple of hitters yeah, behind. You know, yeah. A little better than last night. Yeah. <laughs> you mean, you're right. Last night was two innings behind. So Here's the one ball pitch to Hale. Boy, there's a curve ball that drops in for a strike. Uh, Hale not seeing anything but breaking pitches so far here from Abernathy. That's his best pitch. That's why that call was such a good matchup because he doesn't like to throw a slider to lefty, but he loves it to righties. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Hale Grounds one foul up over the top of uh, Mike Littlewood's head down in the third base coaching box. Uh, Sun becoming an issue right now for the shortstop, third baseman, and especially the left fielder. Probably over the next half hour, 45 minutes, very tough Sun field here in left. Yes, it really is. Well, just find a way, two strikes here, to put a ball in the outfield and get yourself an RBI. Here's the 1-2. That's outside. That's a really good take because that's a sharp slider breaking away. It starts like a, like a fastball on the outer, outer edge, so you think it could be a strike, and then it just sweeps away and down tight into the dirt. They have a huge scoreboard here in right center. I mean, it, it's like a AAA ballpark yeah, type it scoreboard. It really is. Very nice uh, by the Klein family as the uh, ball's fouled off. You know, the interesting thing about it is they have a great big uh, LED there, but they don't have any ability to show anything. They just have uh, right now Brock Hale number 44 up there, so it's uh, not that versatile, but it's a it's a huge scoreboard. Yeah, tons of uh, advertisements on there. Three and two, pitch to Hale, up all a grounded foul again, and Brock right here just trying to hit the ball hard. If he could get one up in the air, sack fly and score another one for the Cougars. They would take that. BYU with four in the third, two in the fourth. Three-run home run by Deming in the third was the highlight in that inning. And the two-run single by Brian Call here in the fourth. As Abernathy with a 2-2 count. Here's the pitch to Hale, and that ball is outside ball three. Boy, really good pitch right there by Abernathy, just off the plate, and even a better take by Brock. That's what I was just going to say. That's that's as good of a pitch as that was. That was such a great take by Brock. That's a tough pitch to take. And last night he went down swinging on that pitch, so nice to see him making that adjustment. BYU six runs on eight hits. Pacific one run on three. It's Pacific is grounded into three double plays in the first three innings or they could have had a few more runs on the board. Cougar, Cougars defensively in the infield have uh, played outstanding here tonight. 3-2 pitch. Hale hammers one left field base hit. Another run scores. BYU will have runners at first and second base. Abernathy has come in and given up three consecutive hits. 
Yeah, great at-bat right there. Abernathy had to come with the breaking ball in the zone because he didn't want to walk him, and Brock did not miss that pitch, and looks like we're going to have another pitching change. New pitcher for Pacific. This time we'll take a 90-second break. Be back with, I believe, Reynoso right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here as the Cougars and the Tigers. Cougars up 7-1. to one. New pitcher for Pacific is 33's Joseph Stanley. Stanley pitched a little bit last night. He went a third of an inning, gave up a hit. So he'll come on and, you know, uh, tuck it. With uh, the Cougars up 7-1, they might decide to save Reynoso for tomorrow. Yeah, you might at this point, unless you can get back into the game. It's probably a good idea to to have your best guy available tomorrow if needed. Runners at first and second base, still one man out. Cougars have put three more on the board. Seven runs, nine hits through three in the third innings for BYU. And Jackson Clough steps in. He was walked and had an RBI single. And Stanley, the left-hander, brought in to face the lefty Clough. First pitch, down low, ball, and boy, that uh, pitch uh, fooled uh, James Free. I'm not sure if he was expecting fastball or curveball, but he got whatever he wasn't expecting, almost went past him. Cougars love the third and fourth innings as they are just continuing to pound the ball throughout the season in these middle innings. We'll go over that step here with you. That ball's hammered deep right center field. That's going to be drop in all the way. Go to the wall. One run scores. Here comes Brock Hale from first base. He'll score. And Jackson Club with a triple. Cougars lead this one 9-1. to one. Deepest part of the ballpark. Jackson Club rockets one off the wall, off the West Coast Conference sign out there. And the Cougars have blown this one open with four in the third inning, five more here in the fourth, and still only one man out. Well, we talked about it in the first inning, right, that Jackson Clough needed to get going. And he got that walk, and now back-to-back hits and a couple more RBIs and fantastic so far offensive performance early in this game. Austin Deming now steps in. Austin had a three-run shot his last time up, and Austin a big swing and a miss. He was going after another one there. Pitch might have been up and out of the zone, and, and Austin uh, really went after it. Well, when you have yourself a nine-run lead right now, or I mean eight-run lead, it's sometimes you just want to get greedy if you're a hitter. Here's the 0-1. Deming swings and misses again, 0-2. Okay, now you stop getting greedy. Now they're down <laughs> 0-2. you got a runner on third with less than two. You put a ball in play, and usually good things happen. You get yourself an RBI. The last thing you want here if Deming is, is a strikeout. No balls, two strikes. Deming steps in. And the pitch, and that's up high. Stanley has a weird motion. Comes all the way across his body. Kind of sweeping type motion. Ball and two strikes with uh, Clough at third base. And the pitch to Deming is outside for ball two. I tried to go with a changeup right there and just didn't have the command. Good job by Free to get out there and get that. Two and two now with uh, McIntyre on deck. Pitch to Deming is inside for ball three. 
Cougars were behind in this one, uh, one to nothing going into the top of the third, and they've scored nine runs in the th- four in the third and five more so far here in the fourth inning. And Stanley's pitch, and uh, Deming swings and misses. Yeah, good pitch right there for Stanley. Fastball running away would have been ball four, but uh, good movement on that late break, uh, late run on that fastball. Mitch McIntyre now steps in with a RBI opportunity. He's the ninth guy to come to the plate for the Cougars here in the fourth inning. Cougars nine runs on ten base hits. Pacific one run on three hits. And the first pitch to Mitch is down low, ball one. McIntyre, as we've mentioned, got the win last night for BYU to go to three and one on the year. That pitch is over for a strike. Going to talk to you a little about the number of runs scored. Cougars have outscored opponents 53-17 to in the third inning this year and 43-10 to in the fourth. Again, a couple of big innings right here by the Cougars. If they've done the entire year, there's a little pop-up. Should be playable second baseman going out, Arakawa. And he is called off by the right fielder, Jekic, who will make the play. Cougars with five runs in the inning. They got those five runs on six base hits. And the Cougars lead 9-1 through three and a half here in Stockton on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Go to the fourth inning. Bradley Jekic steps in. First pitch over for a strike from Easton Walker. Jekic uh, grounded back to Walker. Looked like it hit Easton somewhere on the wrist or the hand of his pitching or of his uh, glove hand and hasn't shown any ill Ill effects from that. Pitches outside one and one. Well, he's been able to pitch out of a little bit of a danger so far this year, getting those double play balls in three straight innings. Boy, what a great play uh, by Jackson Clough to start the double play in the last inning. Fantastic play as he flipped it out of his glove. There's a ball hit pretty well. Left field. Back goes McIntyre. Mitch is going to get there and get under it, battle the sun, and make the catch. At the last second, you see him kind of really have to battle that sun. A lot tougher play than it uh, looked. Really good play there by Mitch. James Free steps in. He is uh, five for five in the series with four RBIs. Cougars still have yet to get him out. Well, you finally have a chance that if he hits a solo shot, it's not the end of the world right now having an eight-run lead. Here's the one-ball pitch. Free lines it foul down the first base side. But I'm going to say that uh, James Free is going to be your WCC Offensive Player of the Week this week. I well, mean, if the if the vote were taken after a, a yeah, game and a half, he yeah. would get it for sure. I mean, with what he's already done so far, if you just have an okay half a game here and good game tomorrow, and it's it's a lock. Here's the 0-1 pitch. It's outside. 90 degrees of game time here the last couple of days. I think it was a little warmer yesterday. Cougars uh, liking the warmth, the heat. Uh, been a while since they've played in this kind of weather. There's a ground ball. It is a foul ball down the first base side. Seattle last week was cold and damp and drizzly, except for probably the last five innings when the sun came out in that yeah. third game. Yeah, and, and even in Phoenix this year, when we played in Phoenix, it was cold and rainy. 
and we had a day where it actually snowed a little bit in Phoenix, wow. uh, which you never see. I, so. When I lived in Phoenix, I remember seeing snow once, and people were just yeah dying. Ball and two strikes. Ooh, good pitch there. Just missed off the outside corner on a changeup. I think it fooled free. I think it fooled the home plate umpire a little bit. Yeah, I, uh, you haven't fooled free too often, and it looked like, a free, like you said, fooled the umpire as well. I think I'd come back with that same pitch. Yeah, absolutely. Running away from that left-hander. And here's the pitch. There's a ground ball hit to Sue. Uh, Brian's up with it, and they finally retire free here in the fourth inning of the second game. Brent, he's human. He's, a, he's actually human. He's not a robot. That'll bring uh, LaForest Day up. He grounded into a double play his first time up. Well, the Cougars lost the first game to University of Washington one to nothing last Thursday, and then they came back and won the, the last two to uh, win the series. There's a ground ball foul out in front uh, of the plate. Noah Hill uh, sitting this one out after the game last night. He's still a little sore and stiff from that uh, injury that he got last week uh, up in Seattle. Yeah, you could tell he was real tired yesterday and wasn't in normal self. Here's the 0-1 from Walker. Swing and a miss, 0-2. Cougars in command here, early 9-1 lead against Pacific. Pitches up high. A little later in the ballgame, we're going to play the uh, audio of the uh, Grand Slam home run the of uh, Zach Peterson, his first collegiate hit and the game winner last night. Uh, we've got that queued up, and we'll play that for you when we have a delay here during the game. No, it was actually really fun. We were talking in the dugout when we got here for BP while we were waiting for them to finish, and Jackson Clough says, hey, Tuck, you know what was so cool about last night? I think everybody on our team would say if they had to pick a player to hit a walk-off grand slam, they would pick Zach to be the guy. So that was pretty cool. One-two pitch, just a little bit low, two and two. That's how much the teammates love him. I mean, he's a guy that just comes to work every single day and does everything he possibly can. And he's got a, he's got a chance to be a really good player if he can get a little more size and physicality because he's got really good skills. Showed some pretty good power last night as he hit uh, belted that ball a long way out of the ballpark. Uh, 2-2 pitch down low, ball three. Yeah, another funny story is I asked Zach, I said, hey, did your parents watch? He was like, yeah, so my sister and her kids live in the basement and – my parents were screaming so loud that my sister ran upstairs because she thought someone was breaking into the house. So that's a pretty cool story. Pretty cool moment for the family. Here's a 3-2. Curveball fouled at the plate. Man, those last three innings of that game were just so crazy. We had the you know, two outs, nobody on, to all of a sudden get the, the two RBI double from Valdez's pinch hitting to take the lead, then the pass ball loses the lead, and then the grand slam. 3-2 popped up, should be an easy play for McIntyre in left. Mitch uh, ranges over near the line and makes the catch for the out. And the Tigers are out here in the fourth inning. We're through four complete now, 9-1 Cougars leading the Tigers on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Well, new pitcher, Ricky Reynoso. We thought they might hold him out till tomorrow, but they've, they've got him in there with a 9-1 deficit. Reynoso has uh, started 10 games. This guy was really going to be the ace of the staff coming in this year, but he's 1-4 and four in 49 innings, giving up 55 hits. Does have 63 strikeouts in those innings pitched, but also 18 walks and just hasn't been quite the guy that they expected. And it's really shocking that they would bring him in here in the fifth inning down 9-1. to one. First pitch to Abe Valdez is over for a strike. Well, maybe they're just trying to find a way to get him going, and this is a low-pressure-type situation with the big lead that maybe he can just kind of get confident and go. Because like you said, the numbers, strikeouts and all that are great. Walks are a little bit high, but uh, giving up a ton of hits. Valdez steps in, and that pitch is up high. Uh, Reynoso, a very good change. And that's his best pitch. It really is. He's a, you know, 83 to 85 mile an hour lefty. It's that changeup, and he commands it. To get to have 63 strikeouts in 50 innings pitch is really good. Normally see that with guys throwing 95. Yeah, power arm. 1-1 pitch to Valdez is inside ball two. Reynoso is six foot, 185 pound junior out of Chula Vista, California. He threw a gem here a couple of years ago against the Cougars, and I think it was a 1-1 game, and then he ended up throwing a, a swinging bunt away down the right field line. Fly ball, center fielder going back a couple of steps, Keaton Glover, and he'll get there and make the catch for the out. Anyway, he threw a ball away, three runs scored. That was the difference in the ball game and in a, in a finally pitched game between him and uh, Hayden Rogers. Yeah, that was when we, uh, we got on a little sweep train. Remember we had like four or five consecutive sweeps to kind of end the year which is really hard to do in this league. I think we had five league sweeps that year. I think we did. Ended yeah. up winning, I think, 20 games, right? Yeah, 20. We won 20, 20 and 7. 27. Yeah, 27. Casey Jacobson struck out and popped up. He's 0 for 2. First pitch up high, ball one. Went over to the uh, golf tournament, the West Coast Conference uh, golf tournament t- today. Over at... Uh, Spanos Park pitches over for a strike, one and one. How was that Cougars, golf course? It made me want to go play golf, and I saw the <laughs> golf walked it a little bit. It was nice. Uh, the uh, Cougars uh, did not quite as good a day today. They're going to have to come back tomorrow. Jacobson uh, checked his swing. They said he did not go. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Coach and the players were out last night to watch our game. They were here for that little 10th inning. Rally. A ball and two strikes to Jacobson. And the pitch is outside. So do they have a team overall winner, and then do they have an individual overall that advances? Is that how that works? Just only one guy can do it in the individual? Is that how that works? Yeah. In uh, To move on to nationals? Yeah. You know, I'm not sure how how they determine who moves on to nationals. But you can move on as an individual without your team okay. if you're that good. Peter Quest, I think the Cougar team has had a good enough year. I think they yeah. will move on. Quest, one of the top five yeah, players in the nation. He was, uh, I think he was one under today. So the Cougars have really got to get it going tomorrow to climb back into that West Coast Conference uh, championship uh, look. Two and two. Pitch from Marion. Also, that ball hit pretty well. Left center field. Everybody going back. That ball is going to bounce up and off the wall. Jacobson will hold at second base with a double deep as part of the ballpark for Casey Jacobson. 
Hit a ball there last night, too, for a double. I was just going to say, he loves that park, that part of the yard right there. And they even had the left fielder and center fielder shading that way. That's how hard he hit that ball. Hey, let's, take a, let's take a second real quick and play that uh, Grand Slam home run last night by, uh, by uh, Zach Peterson. 1-0, and Peterson hits oh one, and Rockets one, oh deep boy. left field. Oh boy. Left fielder looking back, grand slam, home oh run. Oh, my Fort. goodness. Zach Peterson, his first collegiate base hit. Cougars lead 11-7. Unbelievable for the young freshman, Zach Peterson. Welcome to college baseball. First career hit for Zach Peterson. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Oh, there's the call right there. It was an exciting time as the entire Cougar dugout was out to uh, welcome Zach back. That, it was in the uh, top of the 10th, and that was the game winner. Pitches inside to Jelich, 2-0 and the count. Let's just say, Brent, it took a long time for me to calm down last night and go to bed. <laughs> Normally after games, I'm so tired for a long day that it's like, all right, I'm going to bed. But it was like 1.30 before I finally wow. calmed down because of how exciting that game was. Jacobson at uh, second base, one man out. Cougars leading 9-1 to one as we play the top of the fifth. And the pitch to Jelich is down low, and uh, the runner going to oh. move up on a wild one that got away from James Free. So Jacobson heads up at second base, and that's going to force uh, Pacific to bring the infield in here, I would imagine, down by eight runs here in the fifth. Yeah, well, right now you got the corners in and the middle can't quite figure out. Looks like they're going to stay back. Well, interesting. That is interesting. Ground ball anywhere up the middle by Danny's going to get him an RBI. That's college baseball. You still have a lot of baseball left. 3 and 0 oh the count. There's a ball hit up the middle and that is going to score a run. Second baseman able to make the play but give Danny Jelich an RBI his 7th of the year on the ground out. Yeah, that's that's a really good job. I mean, 3 and 0 oh count got a fastball away and he hit it good up the middle, but the second baseman was shading up the middle, but you got the RBI, and that's what you want. Danny still not, I don't think, quite 100% after with that shoulder injury, but, boy, he has been swinging the bat so much better. Looks a lot more confident up there. Starting to remind me of the guy that we had in the fall that was just, honestly, the best hitter on our team. It was special this fall. Brian Sue now steps in, and Brian hits one deep to left field. Left fielder going back just in front of the track. He'll make the play for the out. And the Cougars are retired. They got another run on uh, one base hit. There were no errors, nobody left. We're through four and a half, 10-1. Cougars leading the Tigers on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Foot has been First pitch outside. Brent Norton, Tuckett Slate, bringing you Cougar baseball here. Cougars lead 10-1 as we are in the bottom of the fifth. Cougars won last night 11-7 to go to 27-10 on the year. 11-5 in the conference. That ball's fouled off. They are number one in the conference right now with those five losses. We called uh, this weekend moving weekend. You know how they have a moving day in golf just because there's so many big matchups right there at the top. Ball and a strike. Here is Walker from the windup and the pitch. Checked his swing. He said he did go around one and two. Yeah, I mean, you got Pepperdine playing LMU. They're right there in the hunt. All, both of those teams. You have San Francisco playing at Gonzaga, and then you have St. Mary's in San Diego. So all the top teams in the league are playing each other for a chance to move up or move down in the standings. Ball on two strikes. Pitch is fouled out of play. 
Cougars have one home series left. That's uh, against San Francisco. That will be played uh, the 9th, 10th, and 11th of May. Next week, uh, they'll play at Cal. They'll stay down here and play at Cal on Monday afternoon and then uh, get home and then come back down to uh, L.A. to play Loyola Marymount next week. There's a little looper just over the head of Clough. So a leadoff single by Bryce Kirk. Yeah, a little toot of a pitch there, one-two. That breaking ball's too elevated there, and he's just able to loop it over short for a leadoff single. Nate Verland steps in. He singled his first time up. Pacific scored one in the first. And since then, Easton Walker has shut them down over the next three innings. Cougars have turned three double plays in the first four innings against this Pacific team. And the first pitch is down low, ball one. Cougars have out hit the Tigers 11-4 here in the ballgame. And Verlin, the left-hander, steps back in. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Ball hit out to Deming. He's got it. He'll just go to the bag at first. He'll shovel the ball to Easton Walker, and he'll get the out there. Runner does advance to second base on the ground out. Tyler Ryan now, who grounded in with double play. His only time up will step to the plate. Easton Walker, 5'9", 160, five wins, no losses on the year, an ERA of .89, second in the nation is Easton Walker in ERA. And here's the first pitch is a swing and a miss to Tyler Ryan for strike one. Really is amazing. Easton Walker coming into the season, I believe, was kind of scheduled as a long type reliever guy. Yeah, long reliever. He had a really good freshman year. And you think, hey, he's a guy that not overpowering, but he's a strike thrower that can give you a lot of innings in, in big spots. And, boy, he started out the season so hot in the pen that he earned an opportunity to start, and he's been fantastic. Once they gave him the opportunity, he hasn't let it go. Pitch is over for call strike two. Well, that's what you love about him, right, that mentality. When he's got that first start, he says, Tuck, I'm never giving it up. This is my spot. And you love to hear that from guys, a guy that just wants to compete and be out there and give his team his all. No balls, two strikes. And here is Walker's 0-2. Strike three call on the outside corner. Yeah, and that ball started away and, and two seam back across. Really good pitch there by Easton and completely fooled Ryan. Tyler Ryan strikes out, and Kevin Sondry, who was hit by a pitch, his first time up will step in. Cougars tomorrow have Justin Sterner going. Sterner went seven innings of one-hit baseball last week against the University of Washington. A game the Cougars won four to nothing. So Sterner, just an outstanding outing last week. Hopefully they can 
he can continue to build on that. I think close to 90% of his pitches last week were the, were the fastball. They were. They really were. He threw 95 pitches and was fantastic. 0-1-1 oh, the count. Here's the pitch from Walker, and that's down low for a ball, 1-1. One one. Let's just say the whole entire pitching staff last weekend was fantastic. They give up four total runs and only two of those earned. Well, Sterner, seven wins, three losses, 2.58 earned run average in 52 innings. Really pretty incredible for the young man. He's a sophomore, and he's got a, a brother who uh, had some Tommy John surgery that will be ready next year. He's six foot, six foot six, a big kid. And uh, this uh, Cougars continue to build on this pitching that they've uh, put together this year. Of course, Walker, just a sophomore. Sterner, a sophomore. And uh, you get Ryan Brady back uh, from the injury. Yep, get him back to to normal. and He's the same type of pitcher, 2-1 pitch. Fly ball. Center fielder Danny Jelilich is there, and he'll make the catch for the out, and the Tigers are retired here. In the inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left. We are through five complete now, 10-1 Cougars over the Tigers on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. We go to the sixth inning. Brian Call will lead it off. Call uh, single in a couple of runs his last time up. He's one for two today. Brian got the uh, start at DH in tonight's ball game against uh, Pacific. Curveball, foul back, 0-2. Brian, the redshirt freshman out of Mission Viejo, California. He'll be followed by Hale and then Clough. Cougars with four in the third, five in the fourth, and one more in the fifth. They lead 10-1 to as Pacific led this one after one, one to nothing. And it's been all BYU since then. Brian Call, uh, left-handed hitter. His first uh, collegiate base hit was a home run, a three-run shot against UVU and Orm earlier this year. His call swings and misses at a curveball, goes down on strikes for out number one. Yeah, good breaking ball right there. Running away from Brian. Brock Hale steps in. Brock is two for four today. He's got four hits in the series and three RBIs. He now has 32 RBIs. Gonzaga and uh, USF are all tied up through two innings up in Spokane. That's the other one we're watching tonight. And that pitch is over to Hale for a strike. The other night game being played, uh, Santa Clara at Portland. And Santa Clara up three to nothing over Portland, and I'll say it again: Portland is the. They are the. I can't figure that out. Pitches down low for a ball, got off to such a, a unbelievable start. They had the best record in the league, playing yeah. a good schedule. Yeah, they were came into Provo Cougars. Yeah. What beat them thirty to three, three or thirty or to like five yeah, or something? Just, just dominated them, and they've just Not been was, off the rails they only ever since. Three runs, yeah. One one the pitch. Hale, a swing and a miss, one and two. Yeah, the Cougars beat uh, Portland 10 to 1, 3 to 1, 11 to 1. And since then, Portland right now uh, 3 and 15 in the conference. Cougars end the year at Santa Clara. They're on the bottom of the conference. Hale checks his swing on a pitch. It's uh, down low, 2 and 2. 
So the Cougars will uh, be at uh, Cal on Monday. Then uh, loyal LMU next uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then they'll go down to to Lake Elsinore, a uh, Dodger affiliate ballpark, and play San Diego State on Monday before coming home and playing their final home games against San Francisco on the 9th, 10th, and 11th. Up to Utah on the 14th and at Santa Clara the 16th, 17th, and 18th, and hopefully next week back here in Stockton, Banner Island Ballpark for the conference tournament. 3-2 pitch. Hale hammers one. Third baseman up and off of his glove. Tough play for Alex LeForeste. They are going to go base hit. Brock will take it. That's his third single of the ball game. And Brock's uh, average just continues to climb, too. Now he's uh, hitting close to 350 on the year. Yeah, really climbing, especially because, if you remember, he struggled early. You know, just kind of like last year where he didn't get off to a hot start, and then, man, he's really been getting it going. Clough tripled in two runs. He's got three RBIs in the game and uh, two hits. And the first pitch is a ball. He uh, walked in the first, singled in a run in the third, and tripled in two runs in the fourth. Now look how different they're playing him than they were the last yeah. time. They yeah. had the center fielder over in the left center field gap. Now he's over in the shading over in the right center field gap, right where Jackson hit that last triple. Yeah, and I think it's all because of the velocity. The guy he faced last time threw a little bit harder, and they didn't think he'd pull it. And, and Reynoso is not known for a high velocity, and he burned him in that spot. 2-0 pitch, down low, ball three. Three balls, no strikes to Clough. Cougars add, trying to add to their 10-1 lead here in the top of the sixth inning. As Reynoso, the lefty, 3-0 pits. That's over for a strike. If it wasn't 10-1, Coach would have given Clough a green, green light right there. But uh, now 3-1, got a green light ready to get a good pitch and hammer it or take your walk. Ball popped up, shallow right field, second baseman going over down the line, and he makes the catch for the out. Big high pop-up off the bat of Clough, two men out. Yeah, got a good pitch to hit right there and just got under it. He's frustrated with himself. I'll bring Deming to the plate. Deming one for three, but that was a big one, a three-run home run in in the third is... Second home run of the year. And his second home run as a Cougar. Don't forget Deming, also a very good reliever. Throw 90-92. Cougars pitching has been so good that they haven't had to use Deming over these last couple of weeks. Yeah, very true. And this actually could be a game where you see him. You possibly could see him just because when you have a big lead, get him, get him some work and save some of your better arms to be able to pitch tomorrow. Deming steps in. Here's the 1-0 pitch from Reynoso. Ball fouled over into the Pacific dugout down the first base side. Because there's nothing better than being able to have a full slate of arms available on Saturday. That way you can have a short lease in case your guy struggles and you can go right to your next guy. And if you have to turn into a staff, staff day, you have that. Ball on a strike. Here's the pitch from Reynoso, and that's down low. As the things have cooled off here, there's a... 
Much bigger crowd than we saw last night in the ballpark. That's glad to see that this uh, program's getting a little community support. I can understand a Thursday night, still work on Friday. Sometimes they don't want to come out. But Friday night, beautiful night, and crowd's coming. 2-1 pitch. Deming fouls that one off. Uh, a good contingent of uh, Cougar fans, not only family of the uh, players, but also it's it's unbelievable when you come to Stockton or wherever you come from, just these LDS families come in with their kids and bring them in. Yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing the amount of just support we have on the road everywhere we go. Two balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Deming pops it up. Right fielder is under it, and he will make the catch for the out, and the Cougars are retired. No runs, one hit, no errors. One man left. We're through five and a half now. 10-1 Cougars over the Tigers on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Keaton Glover will step in. The first pitch hitting right at the Jackson Clough. Jackson's got it, fires the first for the out. One pitch, one out. On the Jackson Clough, you got to try him on the mound. This guy can really throw a baseball. Yeah, he really can. You see Deming kind of setting himself over yeah, there. He has he, to. He almost wishes he had a catcher's mitt. Here comes the rocket. He really can throw. One man out, Arakawa steps in. He has singled and grounded into a double play in the first pitch is outside ball one. Yeah, our last two shortstops in this program, him and Schneeman, have some absolute cannons. Here's the 1-0. That's outside for ball two. You know, you look at some things. How good could the team be, as good as we've been this year, if Schneeman was still here? There's that maybe two-hole we've been trying to fill all year and another middle infielder that can really play. 2-0 pitch is over for a strike. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you got a bunch of shortstops out there in the infield. Yes, you do. You can kind of interchange, move them around, but Clough, well, Schneeman, outstanding shortstop, as is Clough. Here's a 2-1 down low. I still think uh, Cougars were off to a great start, but, boy, it really got rolling when Clough moved to short. Yeah, when Clough moved to short, you know, solidified that spot, and he's just got hot offensively when that happened as well, and the team's really just kind of got going. 3-1, Arakawa out to Clough. Uh, Jackson's got it. Fires the first for the out. Yeah, and you know, Carson Matthews had played pretty much every game up to the season until Clough took over about 15 games ago. And, and he played pretty good. Yeah, you know, nothing, was, yeah, yeah. No, no issue with the he true freshman. pretty good. It wasn't like it was awful, right? He, he, you know, put together some really good at-bats. Was batting, you know, 260, 270 in that range. And so made a couple of errors, and Coach decided to give Clough a chance, and Clough just hasn't given the job back. First pitch is over for a call strike to uh, Bradley Jekic. We are in the bottom of the six. Brent Norton, uh, Tuckett Slade, here from Klein Family Field in Stockton. Cougars leading 10-1. to Cougars won last night 11-7 to on a grand slam home run in the 10th inning. Swing and a miss, 0-2. Boy, how good has Easton settled in the last couple of innings? You know, he little, his command was a little iffy early. But, boy, you know, he's at 74 pitches now and really, really starting to just command like he normally does. Bunch of zeros up on that board after that uh, first run in the first inning. 0-2 the count. Walker looks in. And the pitch. 
Boy, just a little bit low to Jekic for ball one. Yes, it was just down. Cougars have now scored 10 or more runs 12 times this season. Got to be undefeated. They, they have won 62 straight, dating back to 2014 when they've scored 10 runs or more. Ball fouled off. Yeah, I remember uh, two years ago when we won when we, went, when we, when we run the, won the league and went to a regional. I think we were averaging like 8.8 to 9 runs a game that season. But we kind of had to because we had about a five-and-a-half ERA, ERA right. as a team. We had to outscore teams, and that was a, just a different type of club. And now you have the pitching staff with a, an offense that can really get going. One-two pitch. There's a ground ball into left field. Base hit. Jekic uh, around first base. He'll hold right there. So the Cougars had the shift on it. Jekic just took a pitch on the outside corner and just slapped it into left field. Two yeah. men out, and uh, Free steps in. Yeah, nothing you can do about that. Breaking ball in the outer half that he just, you know, slapped it the other way for a two-out single. So Free will step in with two men out. They retired Free for the first time in the series. The ground out to Sue, who's playing about 20 feet out on the outfield grass at second base. And the first pitch is outside, ball one. One and all the count to James Free. And that pitch is a curveball. It just missed inside. Got some interesting characters in the in the stands here today, Brent, with superhero night. Costumes we've got superhero night, and then we've got a couple of guys here that uh, caused a little bit of grief standing up in front of some other Pacific fans. Two and all, free little check swing out to Clough. Jackson's got it, and Clough will retire all three batters here in the inning. We're through six complete, 10-1. Cougars continue to lead over Pacific on your new skin BYU Sports Network. 